Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson, here to talk Steelers, of course, but, um, well, here's what, here's what went down yesterday. So, obviously they played, they came back, and they had a standalone practice yesterday. So, I just drove from the South Hills to Latrobe, did a three-hour radio show, watch, well, watch practice, did a three-hour radio show, came back. I'm going back up tomorrow, which is Tuesday. I'll spend Tuesday, Wednesday night up there, come home Thursday for good. So I didn't know how they would handle that practice, you know, kind of stand alone. They gave some veterans off, um, including uh, Keanu Benton, teaser. I'm writing about him this week. Um, the the physicality was good, though. It was a full padded practice. They were hitting, you know, they weren't dragging people into the ground and things like that. But there was good one on one period between the linemen. And that was good to see for sure. They didn't have the top guys do it. TJ Watt wasn't out there doing one on ones, but they went deep into the line rotation for one on ones. Got those guys a lot of work. Um, Coach Tomlin said Nate Herbig went down with a shoulder injury in practice. We'll see what the story is with that. That's something to think about. A um, couple things that stood out. I thought James Pierre played really, really well. We've been talking about him a lot lately because he had so many tackles in the game. Um, it was great to see Minka Fitzpatrick back. I thought that was key. And a huge key there was in seven shots, the defense ended up winning 4-3, but it was pretty competitive all the way through. But the first play in seven sh- shots, Deontay's wide open, schemed up really well, running across the back of the end zone. And Kenny goes to throw it to him, wide open, looks like an easy pitch and catch. And Minka kind of comes from nowhere, leaps up, swats this thing out of the air like he's Dikembe Mutombo. It was great to see Minka out there. And the other Minka note I wanted to make, too, is just during practice, it's becoming more and more apparent that he's just not going to play single high. You know, I mean, he's spent a whole period near the line of scrimmage, slot stuff, you know, hovering around, doing a lot of different things. So I think his role is absolutely set up to expand. Um, Been safety injuries, but with KZ and Peterson, you know, Peterson's going to do some safety stuff, and he did yesterday. Those guys are very capable in the back end, so that can free Minka up. Um, And then the two-minute drill I wanted to talk about, too, because the the offense ended up scoring both times. What they did was they put the ball to 50, they get one timeout, hundred or a minute thirty-eight on the clock, and they need a touchdown. So you either get it or you don't. And nice, consistent drive, but they ended the the one with the ones pick it beautifully. It wasn't a perfect throw, but it was an intentional throw in the end zone. He threw Robinson low and away because that was away from where the defense was. I mean, that's the right place to throw the ball. But it made for a difficult catch. And Robinson went down, extended, got parallel basically to the ground, soft hands, pulled that thing in gently, touchdown. It's great to see. And and then the se- the second version, the, the twos, also scored. Trubisky went down, hit Washington in the back of the end zone, touchdown. So I keep saying this stuff. I mean, Washington and Robinson, Robinson and Washington. What does Williamson talk about all the time? Middle of the field, uh, end zone, red zone has been problematic for this team. Well, these two new pass catchers doing pretty good work there. So, again, I thought that was noteworthy. Uh, I'll let you know what I see in these final couple practices, of course. Um, One thing that's becoming more and more apparent watching the game and then practice yesterday is 
how the linebacker situation is shaping out at what you guys would call inside linebacker, off the ball linebacker. It sure looks from game footage, snap counts and usage, as well as practice, that Holcomb is going to be the every down guy, as we've suspected. Green dot dude probably won't leave the field in, you know, in, in case of emergency, I guess. But the plan is leave him out there all the time. And as suspected, but I just wanted to confirm this, Landon Roberts, who's the thumper, boy, he can bring the lumber too. He looks like he's going to be in the base when they're in 3-4, when they're in heavier packages, when they're playing running teams. Base guy, early down guy, run guy. Early down's a misnomer, though. I mean, if they come out in four wide, Landon Roberts isn't going to be out there. You know what I mean? It's, it's more the packages you're in. Um, you know, Dime is going to be Quan Alexander. I think Nickel will be Quan Alexander. Um, and early down slash 3-4 will be Roberts. Um, Alexander looks good. Uh, I mean, I think he's a little suspect in his recognition in passing game, but his speed more than makes up for it compared to Roberts. I mean, I'm not saying he's Fred Warner. I mean, ideally, you'd love to have mentioning Warner. Ideally, like the Bills when they had Edmonds and Milano before this past off season, the Niners, they have two every down linebackers. If you could get to that point someday, that would be tremendous, where you never sub those guys out. Because if you're subbing guys out, you're subbing them out because of a weakness. And the offensive coordinator, of course, knows that and will try to exploit it. You know, just because, you know, Alexander's out there in sub doesn't mean you run right, at, can't run right at him with the fullback or whatever. Or Roberts is out there in base. That doesn't mean you can't get him isolated on Christian McCaffrey in week one. You know, so there are, it's not the perfect situation to sub. I mean, ideally you could play defense without subbing. That's the perfect world, but that's where they're at. That's not their strongest position as we know. Um, I'll be back in a minute. I want to talk snap counts from the game. All right. As you know, extremely hot evening in Tampa and snap counts can be reflective of that, obviously. So there were 63 snaps on offense. Far and away, who got the most snaps? The first round pick Jones. And I know he let up a sack, but that was also very late. He played 49 of 63 snaps. So he, you know, he got he let up a sack late, and there's no excuse for that. But when you've played more snaps than anyone on the field on either team, and it's late in the game, maybe you're a little worn out. You know what I mean? In that environment, preseason week one, haven't ever put pads on against an NFL defense in that heat. I know he's from the South. I know he's from Georgia, but still. Anyway, he led the offense by far with 49 of 63 snaps. Followed by my buddy Spencer Anderson, man. Anderson played both guards and right tackle, 37 snaps out of 63. He's going to be on the team. Herbig, who we mentioned, got dinged in practice yesterday. He played 32 snaps. Gunner played 31. And seemed like he fared pretty well. I always write this guy off as dead, to be honest with you. But then he's out there making plays. I mean, he's not my favorite stealer, as you know. I mean, but I respect his style of play and what he brings to the table. I just think he's too easy to play against, and the defense likes when he's out there. But 
fact he's playing this much, I think they want to get a real good look at him. Some of the other high snap dudes on offense, McCollum played 30. White, Cody White played 29. Clark played, played uh, LaRaven Clark played 29. Gentry played 28. Calvin Austin played 27. Kendrick Green, 27. And Darnell Washington, 25. Just watching it originally, I thought Washington was out there more. But tight ends rotate all the time. It's not like his buddy from Georgia Jones who's just stuck at left tackle and not coming out. So on defense, there was a possible 73 snaps. And we've mentioned Pierre a lot the last couple of days, 10 tackles. He led the team in snaps. He played 51 snaps out of 73. Um, Perilous, David Perilous played 50. I'm going to get to him in a minute. Robinson played 48. Harper showed up in practice yesterday too. Harper made a big hit in a tackling drill. He, he, he played 39. Roche played 39 of 73. Killebrew Brew played a lot on defense, but you remember they had some safeties sitting out. So Killebrew played 34 snaps. Robinson played 33. Uh, Barku, who also keeps showing up, um, played 31 out of 73. And Toby Nadakwe played 31 of 73. Now, here's what was more interesting to me was there were 15 special team snaps. And by this, we're not talking about field goal, field goal block. I mean, we're talking about the cores, punt, punt, return, kickoff, kickoff, return. And I find that very interesting, you know, because I'm not saying these dudes have played super high amount of snaps or guaranteed to make the team, but they, I promise you, they have higher hopes for these players than maybe we do in terms of special teams tells you a lot. And it's an audition, of course. I mean, maybe they didn't do their assignments and screwed up their snaps. But of the 15 special team snaps, Perilous, Nadakwe, and Trenton Thompson, who also played great on defense, all played every every one of them. All, all those guys played every special team snap of consequence, which is huge. I mean, if one of those guys sneaks on the team, that's why. You know, plus, Thompson, again, played well on defense. It's, and I thought Perilous did too. Um, Rodney Williams, he's a tight end that just keeps showing up over and over and over. He played 14 out of 15. Muse played 14. Roche played 13. Kenny Robinson played a dozen, as did Akeem Butler, which was good to see. I mean, I don't know what Butler's special team's background was before he got here, but they are certainly giving it a shot in a Boykin-like manner. You know what I mean? I mean, that's his path is probably to beat out Boykin as a big slot, big outside receiver that'll block, and special teamer. So, a lot of little nuggets there from the last two days. Uh, we will catch up soon. You won't get one from me tomorrow. I'm going to be traveling, but then probably get back at chat with you guys on Wednesday. Preview the bills here a little bit, too. I'm going to be a stiffer test, so take care. Over and out. Over and out.